It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Hi, everybody. We're back. Uh, it's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Yeah, episode 48. Yeah. We had a bit of a break. We've been busy. I'm assuming you all have been busy too. Yeah. It's that time of year. Mm hmm. So we're back today to talk about uh, prepping versus homesteading versus off grid living. Yeah. Are they the same? They're, I think they're very different things. They are. Yeah. There can be a natural progression, and eventually a lot of people kind of do all three. Mm hmm. But you don't have to do one in order to do the other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Once you start and then you really commit to it, you realize that the goal is the same for everybody. That's true. And that's to be as self sufficient as possible. Right. Um, and. A lot of people start with homesteading. Right. You start with baking. It's trendy now, too. Yeah. yeah. It's been trendy for a few years. Um, prepping is more of a state of mind. Mm -hmm. So you can do both homesteading and prepping. But you don't have but to. You don't have to live Some off the grid. Some people just buy the food yeah. and store it away and don't really think about it again, right? Yeah. Once you, once you get into the process, and it's all about how much your mindset changes as you're doing mm -hmm. it and why you're doing it. Right. But ultimately if you really commit to either homesteading or prepping, mm -hmm. you tend to lean to realizing the kind of the poison setup of the grid itself and right. the whole design, the politics. And, and once them. you get used to being sort of independent and self-reliant yeah. with some things, yeah. then those few things that are left in your life start to drive you a little crazy. Yeah. And I mean, really, you'll, you'll be guided. Yeah. Right. If you're committed to it, all it takes is one little emergency and it's like, oh, oh I need to cover that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it can, it can start as a fun thing. Yeah. And it's sort of a natural progression, right? Um, it's like a lot of people might start with prepping, mm -hmm. even just like building skills, getting like a community, like a right. mag organized, putting some supplies away. Yep. Like you just, it's just to cushion yourself from unexpected events, yeah. big or small, right? Yeah. So, like job loss, a hurricane, hyperinflation, uh, an illness, yeah, like a long unexpected illness, yeah. it can a flood, really forest fires, mm -hmm. uh, EMPs and CMEs. Yeah, it doesn't take much to yeah. really, and the, and that's why we're prepping is really it's a state of mind it's yeah like it's not about zombies it's like i need to cushion yeah 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 and what does my family need right. to be comfortable and not and, have worries and you don't and what is great about having a prepping mindset is it doesn't it certainly doesn't have to be negative mm -hmm. but it's it's a looking at wealth a different way right so you're in, you don't have to have a sub-zero fridge and you don't have to have a giant fancy house and you can yeah. do all of these on as we've tried to put forth many times yeah. on the show on quite a budget yeah you just have to know to look and it and it starts with and prepping like homesteading some people it costs them money but if you're doing it right it saves you money right yeah yeah we need to take a quick break mm -hmm. to talk about our first sponsors mm-hmm First, let's do the Off-Grid Prep Family Ultimate Planner. The Ultimate Planner. You've been selling quite a few of these now. Yeah, it's a really popular time of year. I guess people are trying to get their lives organized. Mm -hmm. These are giant 500-page planners to get all of your home, homestead, home learning, home business, home preparedness, all organized and streamlined. Uh, there's about 12 different versions now. They're all basically the same inside. The cover is different. 
Yep. So you just pick the one that you like the best. Looks pretty on your counter. Yeah, yeah. So if you just go to Amazon and search off-grid prep family ultimate planner, you'll see a lot of options there for you. Yeah. And we hope you like it. It's only fifteen ninety nine. And it's a real thing. This isn't a copy edit. This is something you built over the last five years. Yeah. Just out of necessity. Yeah. And it just started as Excel spreadsheets and just to keep track of things. And frankly, it's cheaper just to buy it from Amazon for me than it is to print it myself. Mm-hmm. So it's handy for for me to have it on Amazon, mm-hmm. but it's also handy for you. That's right. Let's also talk about one year food real quick. Yeah, also on Amazon, mm-hmm. paperback or Kindle uh, Unlimited if you want to take a peek inside. How'd you get the look inside on there? Uh, because it's on Kindle. So right. since it's on Kindle, you can look right. inside. Yeah. But if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can download it, take a look and see if it's for you. Yep. It's basically one entire year of food storage for yeah. a large family with all the recipes, how often you can make each meal the ingredients and even how to grow the majority of it yourself and just like with the ultimate planner it's the most economical option is to just buy the paperback for 15.99 yes you can download it to print yourself off of our website that's offgridprepfamily.com if you click on the store yeah it's about half the price but then you've got to print the thing yeah yeah so two christmas ideas yes if you want to put those on your prepper christmas wish list Okay, so prepper, you're just aiming to survive. Yeah. Might even just yeah. be for a few days or a few weeks. Yeah, but that is the overall theme. Is, yeah. Is it's, uh, I said it's not a negative thing, but it is kind of a, a response to a negative instance. Yeah. Be, you know, it could just Most be the news or whatever. Most people start because they go through like a big storm yeah. or a hurricane or a flood or... Yeah. Or they've lost a job and they realize they need a cushion of... Mm. Or a lockdown yeah. and you have no food in the house. Yeah, it's amazing like how it, little it doesn't take people much. have in their house. Yeah. So once you get to the point where you realize you can't possibly store enough food or supplies, yeah, then you might start thinking homesteader. Yeah, or, or you'll approach homesteader from a, a hobbyist point right. of view, like making pretty things, which right. is what our daughter does. Right, she, she just wants to She loves to create... Artisanal bread. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and she's really good at it. Yeah. But that's, it's purely an enjoyment thing for her. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Baking aesthetic. and, and yeah. crafts and painting. <laughs> but as a prepper, you'll start to realize that the grocery store food, like the standard canned stuff, either isn't available... Right. Or you just, you can't... You can't store that much food, like you said. So... So, this is just, you know, you're desiring to live a more traditional, sustainable life. Yeah, so this is learning how to can food. But we're not trying to store 50 years worth of food. No. You're approaching it more of, like, as a yearly cycle. Yeah. So, like, I no longer try to store three years worth of starches. No. Because I know that next year I can grow another 400 pounds of potatoes and I know exactly how much I need. Yeah. I know how to do it. So I'm not going to try and store more than that. And this is important because, well, this is very important what you just said there, is once you get into it, it takes years to learn how to garden properly. Oh, yeah. You can't just... (laughs) And uh, rear animals. Yeah. Like everything from chickens to goats. We haven't done pigs. It's not easy. It is very difficult, and it and we couldn't give the advice because it, it your garden changes, like it's specific to who you are and mm-hmm. where you are, mm-hmm. and so it's it's like getting in our previous episodes where we talk about the best time to start. It's right. now. Yeah, you're, you're not going to open that pack of survival storage seeds. Yeah. and be eaten in six weeks. Exactly. So the first garden's probably going to suck, and the yeah. second one's probably going to suck too. Like 
it takes a long time you got to build your soil yeah there's a lot of infrastructure to put in mm -hmm. animals even more so yeah especially if you've got wild soil that's a yeah. field or a forest mm -hmm. like we had a, a forest and it takes we're still getting the bugs we're out and we're still we still can't grow cabbage no like, it just, just doesn't so well so many we probably lots. could if we didn't want to you know do it organically I suppose. The yeah. only way we could do cabbage is if we used all the sprays that all yeah. the farms around us use. Mm -hmm. But um, it's also about bartering or finding good local sources. Like yep. you can be a homesteader in the city and you, you just like find that local, you know, yeah. farmer and you get your milk and you get your meat and you're yeah. making sourdough bread and you've got a little pot of tomatoes on your on your balcony. That's all homesteading. Yeah, for us, meat. Like we've done meat king chickens and yeah. we've done them very well we were yeah. really good at it but at the end of the day it was like four dollars a pound is what yeah, it cost that's us. what it cost and we still have two sources of beef locally yeah for four dollars a pound so it makes no sense to us yeah it's just for variety meat. yeah but it's not the amount of work yeah like, but it's good to know and yeah. to know how to do it and then yeah. you can put that skill on the shelf and pull it, it out as in, needed in that process of you know finding the feed and just talking to people that's how we found mm -hmm. other sources of meat mm -hmm. outside of the grocery store so yep. that's what homesteading is all about so it, it, it's combining like the prepper stuff with also producing yeah and, and the community the community yeah. more and it's all about you know being a producer rather than a consumer yeah everybody these days is a consumer and we're really trying to not be yeah we're being producers yes to me off-grid is the next natural step mm-hmm um, some people are off-grid and they're not a prepper or a homesteader. Can I just go back to homesteading? I just had a thought that's Please. really important. Is We are definitely trying to become producers, mm -hmm. but it is still very difficult. And yeah. this kind of ties into why we haven't done an episode in so long. Is Our youngest is just going through this awful sleep cycle. Yeah. And we just renovated the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it's just been so many projects. But we're years into this and we had some previous knowledge mm -hmm. and experience and we're still figuring out all of the logistics between the cost of feed yes and the you know just this year or within the last two months or three months we went from 19 hens mm -hmm. down to four mm -hmm. they just got picked off i saw the falcon twice yeah but there must have been other animals out there mm -hmm. and just i think it was three or four days ago we lost four in one day yeah we had to go buy some hens yeah, and they're, they're on lockdown now. They're, they're not coming out. No, but we're no longer... Oh, and we've done years of free range. Yeah. And uh, this is definitely a homesteading and, tip. We've done years of free range, and our egg yolks are so lovely and orange. Like yeah. this deep orange color. However, we lost so many hens so fast. Yeah. And, th and that's a change. Like, we thought we knew our forest, and we thought and we had... And suddenly, suddenly, the predator load is completely it different here. It just went off the map. Yeah. yeah. or off the charts. Yeah. And so we've locked our hands in, and yeah. that's... Even after all these years, we were so surprised. Uh-huh. It's a um, bummer to me to not have them out and yeah. roaming around. I really like Oh, they're great out, to watch. But not if they're going to get no, eaten. No, eaten. Yeah. yeah. So we've got new hens. We have been thinking about doing pigs, but I don't think We're we have the time this year. We're still playing around with that, but maybe not this month. Yeah, but these are all things to start thinking about now in terms of prepping and then, yes, homesteading. Yeah. Because you want to be mentally prepared if one day we go to buy beef from our friend and right. they don't have any. Right. Or something happens. It's just like the redundancy. Yeah. If, if you haven't listened to our redundancy episode, two is one and one is none. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have backups you and do. backups for your backups. Mm -hmm. So, okay, off-grid. 
Yes. Not all rectangles are squares, but all squares <laughs> are rectangles, right? Uh, you could live off-grid in a boat like we have. Mm-hmm. You might be a bit of a prepper doing that, but you're probably not a homesteader. Yeah, you could do it in a van. Yeah. It doesn't take much. But you're not homesteading. No. Yeah. Homesteading takes a lot of energy because you're home all the time. Mm-hmm. You've got children as we do. Yeah. You know, there's all these resources. You have to have the freezer working mm-hmm. or you, things just have to work. And that is a huge difference than some tiny little yeah. setup in a van. You're trying to be your own grocery store. Yeah. Like I've got a five kilowatt solar array, which is just enough. Yeah. You're not going to fit You're that. You're not getting that, even any, on a yeah. Provo, yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, for many, we start as a prepper, and yeah. we realize it's impossible to store enough food, so you move on to homesteading, Yep. and then you keep some of the prepping up, right? Mm-hmm. And some things drop. Like, um, we're buying what we grow, you know, you don't buy what you grow anymore, right? Yeah. Um, then, as you get more comfortable spinning both of those plates, you want that next step of independence. And that's, and that's going off yeah. the grid. No bills. No power outages. You've got that freezer full of meat you worked so hard for. It's fuel, too. Off the grid is uh, burning wood where you can. If you can, if you are allowed to burn wood, Mm -hmm. burn that wood. Trees grow all the time. Like, they're still growing. (laughs) Where we live, our little area, this whole piece of land, the entire island, was wiped out in the 1960s, I think it was, Mm -hmm. or 50s mm-hmm. there were no trees here yeah like except for big estates but and if in the you cities. look at like a like if you look at a satellite map, map yeah it, it, like the time map is just boom it was i think it was the 30s okay and then by the 70s it was completely completely re-grown. forest and yeah. then they had to start logging yeah and doing maintenance and so don't worry about burning yeah trees yeah they grow all the time <laughs> they start making them every day if the sun keeps coming up trees <laughs> keep growing um so if we keep up with the prepping mm-hmm. and the homestead, but then we add the off-grid, yep. we again get to like drop a few of those things. Like I don't put very much thought into shelf-stable meats anymore. No. Like I don't can meat unless I want it. Yeah. Because I my freezer is not going to lose power. No. And I have a backup freezer. Yeah. Um, I don't bother as much with like water storage, mm-hmm. like storing big jugs of water because we live and it took us a few years to work all the kinks out but we harvest our rainwater yeah and we have over two th- almost two, three thousand two fifty yeah over two thousand gallons yeah. of rainwater storage which for a family of nine translates to i think we got a solid two months yeah if we do if we go through a dry spell even if like that's with laundry and everything uh, yeah. laundry every day dishwasher every day showers constantly so we we have just enough yeah. if we need to like bug out yeah. for some random reason but because we're constantly harvesting and storing and filtering yeah. that rainwater mm-hmm. i don't worry about water storage and to put it in perspective like um today we have mo- pretty much full tanks going into the winter uh, today it was an average of minus two Celsius, mm-hmm. so s- solidly below freezing. Mm-hmm. And yet, when the sun came out in the afternoon, I heard drippy drippies going in the tank. Right, which so happens all the time. So it it's a, it's a constant thing, and that's being prepared. But when we started, mm-hmm. and we were living in that cottage before we got those water tanks set yeah. up, we were buying water at the grocery store. The big jugs, yeah, yeah, because we didn't have any water. Yeah, <laughs> like none. And uh, so yeah harvest your water if you've got a creek nearby like yeah. these are this is off-grid and things. and we've been talking about redundancy yeah. in, in 
I think we have a water episode earlier on if you mm-hmm. want to go back and listen to that. But, you know, there's yeah. lots of options and it's really better if you have two or three options available to you. Yeah. So, like, as you add each layer, mm-hmm. prepping, homesteading, off-grid living, mm-hmm. you just add more resiliency. You have more backups, you have more redundancy, and it all becomes easier. Yeah, it all becomes... Uh, kind of a natural ecosystem in your life yeah. everything starts working together you don't have to think about it as no much. the choices of what to get away from the things that uh, don't work for you anymore mm-hmm. they just you just kind of forget about them yeah you know like, like oh yeah we used to do that but uh, we never got into the whole door dash or whatever uh-huh. like we did go to restaurants and we mm-hmm. still do once a month or so when we're out yeah. occasionally but for our family it's so expensive oh it's insane yeah. no it's just the two it's like coffee yeah. once a month yeah um but yeah when you're when you start getting into this lifestyle and really commit to it um like when you're not when you're in a normal lifestyle it's impossible to see how to get out sometimes right. but when you when you get yourself out and you start prepping and you know hanging out with different people in different groups and and thinking differently suddenly one day it's not a big deal to mm. never never e- eat convenience for never, never. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so let's take a quick second to talk about some christmas ideas <laughs> for the prepper in your life for example if you go to our store offgridprepfamily.com click on the store tab you'll find the learn morse hoodie i think there's a t-shirt too it's 39.50 canadian which is a pretty good deal high quality t-shirt and it helps you learn morse code and teach your friends Ho- hoodie for 39.50 yes that'd be an expensive t-shirt right um it's great it work the kids learn morse with this strange method that we yeah. found and it it was fast it, it teaches you to hear and communicate with the sounds of yeah. the morse language mm-hmm. rather than trying to learn dashes and dots so the kids or you hear the sound and you think m Mm-hmm. There's there's no like extra translation involved. Kids as young as three have learned to communicate with Morse code using this method, and everyone needs a cozy go-to hoodie to curl up in. That's right. So get it yours today so that it can come in time for Christmas. Uh, what else do you want to give a shout out to today? Thrive Life Foods. Yeah, get fifteen percent off your first order, mm-hmm. and they always have a big Black Friday sale. I haven't looked today, but it'll be starting up sometime this week, and it's the best deal of the year, and you Mm. can combine that. If you go to our Friends and Affiliates page on our site, you can click on that link to get 15% off. So when you go from prepping to homesteading, you no longer worry about storing five years worth of eggs. Yeah. Uh, if you have a if you have some hens and a rooster to look over watch over the flock, which is fairly important, but not bulletproof as we found <laughs> out, um, you know, then maybe just a year's worth is yeah. all you need, or just six months, just yeah. in case. And you know, once you start the homesteading, it makes prepping easier. Mm-hmm. And once you go off the grid, it makes being a homesteader much easier. Yeah, and prepping too because yeah. you have money, you have freedom, you have options. Yeah, cuz it's like suddenly when you're fully immersed in this, every moment of your day is committed to this new lifestyle and uh, it's incredibly cheap to live like this. Mm-hmm. Like the money we don't spend <laughs> is unbelievable. Yeah. So then and you can spend it on that. And then stuff. You, you can spend most of your time at home. Yeah. You'd be surprised. And we're lucky. We started this young-ish mm-hmm. and young enough. And now that this is our normal life, 
we have, you know, 40 plus years ahead of us. Yeah. With this really nice life. The infrastructure's in. We yeah. don't have to build it again. We don't yeah. have to do the fencing. Yeah. And yeah. one day, you know, changes might come. I'm um, Changes will come. But we're now we're set in what we always wanted to do. And it was a ton of work getting here. Mm-hmm. But it was worth it. For sure. Yeah. Um, you want to try and do two years worth of produce when... Uh, when in your garden produces well yes that's yes. important and some things really only do well every other year like fruit trees yeah blueberries so you know you're on like sort of a biannual schedule then but still mm-hmm. you're not having to store a whole bunch of 25 year shelf life stuff yeah just a little bit for yeah. just in case and, and your eating habits change too yeah like quite a bit yeah like it, what if it's coming <clears throat> out of the garden or it's eggs and they're free yeah you center all your meals around that you do. And suddenly yeah you're suddenly, you're, suddenly you're making decadent quiches and custards just to yeah. use up eggs <laughs> yeah uh, which are great today we had three different kinds of meat on our pizza at lunch because we had to use it up it was like lamb homemade sausage that you know what that lamb uh we got some free lamb from uh, a, a few months ago from a friend yeah. it was wonderful of her and um it was uh, the during the, the hurricane and the freezer died, so they had mm-hmm. to do something with the meat, so we got it for free. We recently turned it into sausage, mm-hmm. and that, that's just another homesteady thing. Yeah. Just because we're part of this this group, yeah. so loosely, it opens up di- these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here I am eating lamb sausage for breakfast. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> so decadent. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, if you start as a homesteader, you may need to go back to the prepper mindset and to shore some things up like right. um, well pump, mm-hmm. generator, yeah. water filtration, security, first aid, and meds. Th- this is, these are things that preppers do first. St- do first. Right. Uh, but of course, homesteading, as <clears throat> I think we pointed out, preppers ultimately do need to learn how to homestead, which is more of a lifestyle. Yeah. And so once you're prepped, or maybe during your prepping, you'll get into it. But really, they do all three things do tie together. Mm-hmm. Uh, being off the grid is ultimately it's the kind of the apex of prepping. Yeah. Like once you've prepped enough, you will realize I need to get myself batteries and yeah. a system and that'll run everything. Yeah. Not just like a cute little thing in a backpack. Or during our hurricane here, uh, what were the longest times without power? Four weeks? Five weeks? I think there was more than four weeks and there were still a few hundred people without power. Without power. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's a long People time. couldn't shower. They no couldn't run well pumps. Yeah. Like your, your toilet doesn't flush. I can't imagine how sick people are going to get from that. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's our... It's not a versus. It's an and. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well, I think that's all I had to say about that. Do you want to talk about what we've been up to over the last month or so? We made some lamb sausage. We made a lot of lamb yeah. sausage. If you want to see that, it's on our Instagram with the recipe that we used. Yeah. We have a lot more sausage to make. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to do it maybe one day a week. Mm-hmm. And just work through all the stuff in the freezer slowly, slowly. Yeah, we, um, we had a really interesting summer. It was very... Uh, I don't know. It was just a weird year. Yeah, it's been a weird year. Yeah. I think a lot of people could say that. Yeah. Yeah, so we're focused now on doing what the family needs. Well, and we're focused, yeah, we're focused on the family and God and just, you know, we're we're really thankful for everything that we've been through. Uh, we had to deal with the quandary of what to do about our hens because 
you need a certain number of hens in your barn to keep the other hens from freezing, right? Yeah, and to keep enough eggs. For us, it's about yeah. a, a minimum of a dozen hens. Yeah. Good hens, like We like to daily keep layers. about 20 to 24 because then <clears throat> we have enough for yeah. other things. But even just breakfast will go through a dozen easily. Oh, yeah. So it was like, do we sell the hens that we have left and then have nothing and have mm-hmm. to buy eggs all winter? Or... Do we try and find more hens, which is really hard to do right now? It was, yeah. But we got we got really lucky. We did. Um, we were we got nine more. Yeah, we had to drive halfway across the province to get those. Yes, but, but they're, they're there. <coughs> yeah. So they're all keeping each other warm now. That's mm-hmm. uh, 35 BTU per hen. So I don't know how many BTUs we hmm. have in that barn now, but it's enough. It's enough. Yeah, it was really toasty in there today and yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Chicken power. It's another <laughs> off-grid. <laughs> yeah, we like chickens. We've we've tried different animals, and chickens are definitely our go-to yeah, animal. They're so easy. Because you can eat them. Um, they've got eggs. They've got eggs. They take care of themselves yeah. better than most. Um, like, they... They do kind of poop up their barn a little bit, but we use shavings, right. and it's definitely better than straw. It's a lot easier to it deal is. with. It is, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we also were wondering, you know, like, do you do chicks in the fall? Because we, yeah, we're we going to need more again. hens yeah. in the spring, but it's easy and pretty cheap for us to buy point of lays in the spring. Mm-hmm. And so, But it might not be next year. You never we, know if they're going to be available. Yeah. So. They're doing all so many weird political things tactical maneuvers now yeah. to try and make sure people can't take care of themselves yeah food so, is power yeah uh how do we keep our hens laying in the winter do you want to put that tidbit in there uh well last year we only had two weeks without eggs that's right it it, they they molted it was their natural molt yeah. cycle and uh, it was in the middle of february i don't even think it was two weeks mm. but they did just stop all of yeah. them suddenly um, but no, you, we, we got to give them meat or fat, yeah. scraps. Yeah, so we give them, like, yeah. if we're doing a bunch of beef, we give them the tallow. Mm-hmm. It's People say it's about <coughs> supplementing light, but that's only because light makes them eat more and calories make them lay. I think it's a whole so it's a whole thing. If you you got to keep them happy you and have they to keep like them happy to eat and meat. warm and yeah. if you give them calories mm-hmm. they will continue to lay. If they stop laying and you don't think they're molting, mm-hmm. you give them some dairy yep. which they're mildly allergic to, it gives them the runs and it makes them lay. <laughs> Just a little trick for you there. Right. You can yes. only do that every once in a while, no, but you yeah, can do once it once a year. Yeah. Uh, but it does work. Yeah, um, yeah we've uh, we got our firewood this month. Yeah, so if you're following us on Instagram, you saw six giant dump loads of firewood laying yeah, in our he yard. Bought, he bought a new trailer this year, so it worked out better for us because he yeah. only charges us for the fuel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our, our buddy, he's got a sawmill. He does a lot of work, and all year he's been saving his uh, end cuts for us, mm-hmm. which a lo- uh, two of our Amish friends do that too. Right. We yeah. saw their barn full of end cuts mm-hmm. from the stuff that their friends mill. Yeah. And it's great because most of it you don't have to split. Yeah. And the bark burns as long as it's seasoned. So you just chainsaw it up into yeah. little chunks. So it doesn't. It's so it's easy. Great. Not splitting wood is actually a really. Yeah, and we have a splitter. We but have it's a splitter and a nice big axe, but it's, it's time to to not off the split is awesome. Yeah, and so we just pay him for the fuel yep. and his time, which is not very much, and yeah. it's great. We've been oh we did a lot of food storage topping stuff up we as I'm sure did. that the rest of you are yeah big trips you'll yep. see that on Instagram too putting stuff in jars making sure that it stays good because mm-hmm. these days food is expensive you don't want it to go bad when you've already paid for it yeah now we're we're working on our uh, we're getting the house almost finished up it's been yeah. I guess we've been in here for three years yeah 
and we've just kind of got the basic structure up with the straw bales and the cement walls and we still have you know poly and insulation showing on the inside yeah. ceilings but we're that none of that matters yet but we're it's not we're functional no but yeah. we're taking care of that stuff this month so we're hoping yeah. to have our house finally finished and mm -hmm. that's that's another reason we haven't been doing much yeah online it's been a lot of work it has um <coughs> we're gonna do the seasonal clothing switch today yep if you want help doing yours there are uh pages in that up off-grid prep family ultimate planner that help you walk through that yeah um i always dread that job <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've noticed too every year about this time there's lots of food deals yeah uh, still yeah. Uh, still the grocery there's stores still deals to be had yeah uh, lots of stuff when you go in and there's just clearance stuff if you just get the loss leaders and you yeah. just get the best deals and you go in and you get like 24 of them yeah the weird one at our grocery store which has just been gouging people like crazy mm -hmm. uh, which is superstore they have this bacon there uh <laughs> country i don't know it's but the it's, end cuts it's the end cuts so yeah. it's weird looking but it's, but it's mostly meat yeah it's better it's actually sometimes you have to add a little fat to yeah. it to cook it yeah. and it's 375 grams so almost a pound for like two dollars and 70 cents which is and they keep having it and it's there all the time it's, it's the weirdest bizarre. thing so there are still deals and this is like east coast canada there are few, the few worst places on the planet to buy groceries yeah. than east coast canada. i follow all these canadian coupon ladies in and they're ontario. all in ontario and every yeah. time they post a deal my coupon's worth half as much and my price is a dollar or two more yeah. and i'm like oh must be nice they just gouge us but you don't here. have to live in ontario you don't have to so. live in ontario yeah the, po the, the people are a lot nicer <laughs> here. um We've been doing ga gas and propane yep. rotation, stocked yeah. up, and uh, oh, we're going to renovate our pantry this month, so if you want to yeah. follow that, follow us along on Instagram. I'm excited about that. We built that pantry last year, but then we yeah. just kind of slapped it together. It was just with like old shelves yeah. and whatever we had, <laughs> Leftover so wood. it's really hard to find things. So that's, that's our project before Christmas, yeah. and if you want to follow along, you can find us on Instagram, Off Grid Prep Family, and... Uh, if you message me on Instagram, but you don't follow us or interact with us in any way, Instagram does put it in a spam folder. And honest to God, I have like 1,600 spam messages in there right now. I'm never going to find it. <laughs> so if you want to contact us through Instagram, you probably have to follow us and even maybe like a couple posts before Instagram is going to show you, show me your message. You get in touch with us through our website. That's too. true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, thanks for listening. If you thought this was helpful, you could share it with a friend. We really appreciate that. Post it on social media. We can always tell when you guys do. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you hopefully soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.